Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Boomer Bunker Prime Time. Pick those devices up and watch us put everybody down. Staying in an air MOM, I am Boomer Bob, and the man who never turns out his hot and ready light, John Jamingo. John Jamingo, a legendary podcaster in his own right. How's yeah, going, Bob? Of- already said that <laughs> dick i just wanted to make sure that it was uh everybody knew what I, who i was yeah and i was you talking to secret you in talking. podcasting come on i was just talking to you and you go play an intro and shit it's all right it's cool yeah well what did you want to do you whatever it's, it sounded stupid so i was like yeah okay no we're not doing that <laughs> so, right there something about a soundboard you're like let's just play our soundboards i'm like yeah okay now i'm playing the intro hello Sparky Toaster in the house. Yeah. Duchess. I Sparky. Dean. I like Sparky Toaster, too. Um, so anyhow, what's going on, Bob? What are we doing? What are we What are we saying? What are we doing? Where are we going? What, what's happening? Um. Well, what do you think about the bank stuff? Well, you know, it's funny. I, there, there was a bunch of um, banking experts, and they have this all figured out, Bob. And I'd like to bring them on here so you can see what they say. And basically, this is how they're going to fix the banking crisis. Here we go. The 20 bucks you owe me. Oh, yeah. Well, I only got 10, so here's 10 and I owe you 10. Thanks. Hey, Mo, you owe me 20. Well, here's 10 and I'll owe you 10. Uh-uh, you owe me 20. Here's 10, I owe you 10. Here's the 10 I owe you. Here's the 10 I owe you. Here's the 10 I owe you. Good. Now we're all even. There you go. That's how we're going to fix the- <laughs> fix it. Well, I've got a clip. Um... Not not a big follower of Dave Ramsey, but hey, I think he lays it out pretty good in uh, this particular clip here. Silicon okay. Valley Bank was collapsed on last week. The reason was pretty simple. Number one, you need to understand this about their bank. The vast majority of the customers in that bank were hedge funds, venture capitalists, and tech startups. They were not mom and pop. It's not who they catered to. Okay. So to put that in perspective, FDIC insurance of 250000 covers your, up to 250000 the government covers your deposits in the event of a bank failure, right? The typical bank, it covers 75 to 80% of the deposits. In other words, somebody, some people have, rich people have $500,000 or, or $800,000 or a million dollars or something in, in a, your local bank, but most people are $250,000 and under. This bank was the inverse of that. North of 90% of the deposits are not covered. That means these were all multi-million dollar customers sitting in that bank. So these were players and they they done got caught. Okay, this is what happened. So this does not affect your local bank at all. It has almost nothing to do with your local bank. It's a bunch of Silicon Valley tech startups and venture capitalists from all over the place. Your bank is safe. Calm your butt down. This has nothing to do with that. And what happened was typically what banks do, this bank included, in order to have a stable balance sheet, a balance sheet that is very safe to back up the deposits is they will buy bonds. Bond interest rates have an inverse relationship with bond prices. What that means is as interest rates rise, bond values go down. So they had a whole bunch of bonds that they bought when interest rates were 1.7, 1.8%. Interest rates are currently about 4% on the bond market. 
which means their bond portfolio had gone down in value dramatically and they had billions in bonds. Then they got scared and a couple of people got spooked and they start unloading a bunch of those bonds. And then the rumor mill kicks in, the venture capitalist boys come flying in like they do and start scarfing the money and they close the and bank. And that's what the bank run they is close the when bank. all the customers show so your local bank, A, is going to cover the vast majority of depositors. You're fine. B, there's not a bunch of players in your local bank. That's not who's dealing in there. He's right. Dan's giving me attitude. Sorry. No, he's absolutely right. And then the other thing is the thing that worries me and, and where I see this to become an issue is a lot of pensions are invested with companies, banks like this, and these pension funds are well over, you know, $500,000. And some, and this, there's a bank out in California right now. What the hell was that? I don't know. I didn't do it. Sounded like I, thought, I thought like your donut that that's on, underneath you just fucking blew out. No, 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 no. It wasn't from here. Anyhow, the bank in California, I can't remember the name of it. Sounds like a, I never heard of it before. Everybody goes, oh, everybody knows the name of this bank. I can't think of the name of it right now. Chat, yeah, if you want to help me No, it was a California bank. Also, okay, there's another, no. there was a signature bank. No, it was like California Sachet or oh, I don't know. something, I don't know, crematory, crematory super, some kind of bank out there. And apparently it has a lot of the California pensions in it. And this was a big deal because this was a lot of money. And uh, there was just news that came out that if this bank starts to have trouble, uh, they went to the Swiss bank and the Swiss bank says, okay, we'll cover you. You know, if you have a problem right now, we'll cover you and we'll see what happens. Why is this thing coming with my camera? There's my my one black fan. All right, there we go. That's a little bit more centered. I don't know what's going on with my camera. I'm all out of sorts, Bob. What can I tell you? (laughs) Um, I'll have a, Another clip, you may have caught this on a, another show because it's been making the rounds this week. But it's kind of funny. It's a little bit, you know, overdone. But Do I really have to do this, Dad? Stan, now more than ever, you need to understand the importance of saving money. But Grandma said I could use this money to buy whatever I want. Okay, next, please. Go on, Stanley. I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest, and it's gone. Uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your account. It didn't do too well. It's gone. What do you mean? I I have $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. (laughs) Poof. Well, what can I do to get back? I'm sorry, sir, but this line is for bank members only. I just opened an account. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please. Hey! Hello, Mrs. Farnickel. How are you today? Making a deposit, are we? Great. We can just put that into your retirement account and make it go to work for you. And it's gone. What? Sorry. Yeah, that's gone. Please step aside for people who actually have money with the bank. Next, please. Dad! Hey, I'm trying to teach my son the importance of savings. You already lost his money? Oh, Mr. Marsh, d- don't worry. We can just transfer money from your account into a portfolio with your son, and it's gone! This line is for people who have money with the bank only. Please step aside. <laughs> uh, the thing about South Park is they're right over the target all the time. 
I think it's from like season nine or something. It's it's a pretty old episode. John's left and right brain back and forth after getting a dozen donuts. Okay. And it's gone. No, that's gone when he gets a dozen donuts. And it's gone. And it's gone. And when Bob, when he gets a pack of smokes. And they're gone. And they're gone. Um, Anything else on the banking thing here? Um, I, Dude, I, maybe, again, maybe, because I was thinking about this. Like, what if the banking bros, like, and, and they got bonuses, right? Before they did all this bullshit, all the people in there got bonuses. They took their bonuses. But what That's if this works. is, uh, what if this is a, the, Silicon Valley and all these va- uh, venture capitalists. What is this if they're telling the Fed, hey, you know what? Watch your ass before you start raising these interest rates, because the more you raise these interest rates, the more of this shit's going to happen. And this was a shot across the bow of maybe, maybe you shouldn't raise these rates so high, because if you do, you're going to make all these banks go solve. What's the word I'm looking for? Solve it. Go under. Yeah, go under. All right. So now, now everybody they have everybody's attention on the banking. So it's it's an interesting way to think about it. Well, I mean, maybe banks like SVB shouldn't be donating uh, like seventy three million dollars to BLM causes. You know, maybe they should be a little more responsible with their money. How many how many you know late fees and uh, overdraft fees did they have to collect from you know, people who are obviously having hard times to yeah. cover that? So that well, uh, Patrice Colors can go buy another house. I have this one uh, website. It kind of cracks me up. It's called Who's Jay? I can't even say her last name. Of course. And it's from She the People, the Woman's Movement. Yeah. Uh, Who's Jay? Silicon Valley Bank's LGBTQ plus activist gets targeted. Her. Yes. Silicon Valley Bank. Go woke, go broke. Right. Has been charged with favoring LGBTQ initiatives. She has initially been charged with starting a pride campaign before Silicon Valley Bank's lost billions. Additionally, she expressed how proud she was to work for this bank, was identified as a queer working class person nine months prior to the incident. She also emphasized on on how on how aware the LGBTQ community is of their mental health. Now, what's her job? Her job is basically to uh, make sure that the bank is solvent. Yeah, in other words, if there's any kind of issues that maybe we should move like some funds here. Not that, not her though. This is another uh, minority hire or another diversity hire, and. Instead of, you know, worrying about whether this bank has, you know, can go on, she's basically telling everybody about their pronouns and all this other bullshit. And this is where we are. These diversity hires. I mean, this is where we got to. Again, I don't mind putting somebody in there that is qualified, but obviously she's not qualified. Right. Box checker. Mm hmm. Yeah. And they, and they're, they're they're the wrong boxes. They're the DEI boxes, not Correct. the college graduate uh, with a with a with a degree in the field. You know, uh, like it's color of skin, what's between their legs, um, uh, see, like sexual preference, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right here, right here. 
Yeah, because she's uh, the LGBTQWXYZ status. Yeah, Sparky yeah, Toast is right on it because of their their use of alphabet letters and well, their description. Right, and pronoun status exactly, James. Synthetics. So my thing is, why, you know, is this really going to hurt the you know the common person? No. Could this really take down a bunch of the, you know, the financial elites? It could. It certainly could. I'm sure there you can pound a pin up their asshole with a 15 pound sledgehammer right now. I'm sure some of them are tightened up, trying to figure out how they're going to get their money out of these banks. But we'll see. Again. Well, you got shit. Like this popping up. This is a very short clip. You know, I, I love this guy. This is a big deal. Take a look right here. General Motors is offering buyouts to most of its U.S. salaried workforce and some global executives in an effort to trim costs as it makes the transition to electric vehicles. What we don't know now is if they are going to start laying off people because of this. It's a story happening today. Go ahead. Comment below. Let me know what you think about. Anyway. Yeah, that 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 kind of shit's about to start happening all over the place. People are going to start trimming the fat. Well, again, story Except coming out. Government. Right. Sorry. Uh, Biden, the administration has signed, uh, has okayed on some of these leases, um, some of these oil leases up in Alaska. And people are freaking out. Now, there were supposed to be five that they, they wanted. They gave them three. So now they're going to start pumping oil out of Alaska. Now, this isn't going to this is uh, this isn't going to help anybody today, but at least you know it's not like you're going to have to uh, get off of fossil fuel tomorrow. We're not getting off. A stop. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. People, you think people in like five years going all going to go out and buy electric cars? That's not happening. And even if it did, it would be the worst thing that ever happened because there's no way to be power these electric cars. They're out of their goddamn minds. Blank mind. Yeah. Yeah, they're out of their minds. Well, this shit. Fucking Joe. Have you heard about his new budget proposal? Hey, what's up, America? Well, Joe Biden just unleashed a $6.8 trillion budget. Let's take a look, shall we? So in this proposed budget, there's an increase of corporate tax from 21% to 28%, which will take money from the corporations that are paying jack shit. So that's a good thing, but it'll also de-incentivize business from coming here and they'll go overseas like they always do, you know, to hoard their money more. Joe Biden is also getting rid of apparently Donald Trump's tax cuts for the wealthy. I didn't realize that was a thing, but apparently he's repealing that. He's increasing the child tax credit to $3,600, up from $3,000. So Biden wants to lower the deficit by $3 trillion over the next 10 years, which is basically nothing. He wants to spend about $860 billion on the military, which is up about $40 billion, which is probably a good thing given the shit show they've gotten us into. Of course, there's going to be another $4 billion right away for Ukraine. Uh, absolutely right. By the way, in this proposal, there's no mention of helping the poor. I just want you to know that on housing or food or anything like that. We have lowering costs for Medicare and Medicaid. There's a bunch of gobbledygook about percentages up and down, depending on what it is. We'll probably fuck some people. We'll probably help others. He wants multiple billions of dollars in spending to beef up the southern border and add 350 border guards, which you probably actually need about 5,000 border guards if you really want to think about it. He's increasing the pay of the U.S. military by 5.7%. So that's something good. 
four or five billion dollars to overseas countries so they can help fight climate change as well. Great. And they want 100,000 new cops nationwide, which will probably turn into 10,000 cops nationwide, and they'll be distributed in places where they're not needed, as always, when they should be in downtown Democratic cities. And if you read the budget on the White House's website, it just keeps saying over and over how they're lowering energy costs and costs for you at home. Doesn't really say what they're doing to make that happen. Just kind of gives some type of esoteric overview of wouldn't it be nice and Inflation's coming down, we think. Yeah, it's kind of just out there, listless a little bit. Anyway. Um, well, hold on. We have, the, uh, we have the Republican response to that. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Fuck the poor. All right, back to you, Bob. Well, I was going to say one of the things that was not in that bill that I saw in it, saw anyway, because this bill's been out for like a week now, and it's it's probably not going to go through. It's going to get chopped up and blah, blah, blah. But I just watched a video um, prior to going live tonight on TikTok. And it was somebody walking down uh, Kensington Avenue over okay. there in Philly. Yeah, okay. And? The fucking drug epidemic needs to be addressed in this fucking country. It is. It is COVID wasn't shit compared to what's going on with the fucking uh, addicts, man. Well, listen. Uh during the brand X podcast, Deuce and I was like, if we bought the United States, what would we do? How would we fix this? And how would I fix the drug problem? This is how I'd fix the drug problem. I would take all the drugs that they're selling and I would uh, double the potency by a hundred percent. So as they just, as they were over there shooting up, uh, they would just go, they would just take that last hot hit right to the Lord. All right. The, the only way to stop this is to stop the addicts. And I know you're going to say, oh, well, you know, that's horrible. Uh, yeah, it is horrible. But how many times are we going to try to – once you're hooked on this crap, is there any way to get you off of it? And if there is, how many times does it take and all the stealing and all the crime? If you start – again, if you start – if you get hooked on dope, sorry about your luck. Yeah, the recidivism rate on that is pretty pretty high yes. as far yeah. as um, – so and they're like, oh, well, well, that's miserable. Yeah, it's miserable. But you know what else is miserable? Uh, the only thing that was good about the the crack ec- epidemic back in the 80s and 90s was you could get a good TV or VCR for about 20 bucks. But besides that, this is basically what's been happening in the country now. And you, like I said, you can go into Philadelphia. You can go into these. Camden's the same way. You got these walking zombies that are half asleep. They're, they're bent over. You know, they're all high. It's just it's horrible. But what are we going to do with what are we going to do with these people? Either you take them and you institutionalize them where they can't get drugs. If dogs are running around doing this, we well, get rid of them. If you attack the entry points, you know, for these drugs. They're I mean, that'll get, listen, you, you have all these people hooked on drugs. You, it's not going away. And and I might be crazy. Get your tinfoil hats hats out, ladies and gentlemen. I think that a lot of these. Um, Black hat ops, they're paying for it by smuggling drugs. So in other words, they'll let some drugs in, okay, but they won't let all the drugs in. This is, I mean, it's it's silly. You know that you can figure out a way to stop this. You, if you, you just got to get rid of the customers. If there's no one to sell to, then they're, you know, then it's going to go away. They'll go find something else to do. But as long as there's a, uh, clients... And as long as they got money, and they don't well, care where the money comes from. There's clients for that. Have you looked around the world? It's it's not exactly a not joyful. Not the United States. 
Let them go somewhere else. Let them go to another couple. Let them go to Canada and start getting people hooked up there. Let them go to, uh, you know, other countries and start doing that and start peddling that poison somewhere else. Right. You know where they don't have problems with drugs? Uh, I think it's in uh, the Middle Eastern countries. They don't have them because they find out if you if they find out that uh, Sharia law or whatever. Yeah. If they find out that you're hooked on drugs, they just kill you. They kill you. Right. Yeah. So you you decide you I know you probably don't eat Subway, the actual brand, but I know you do enjoy the hoagie. Of course. Every now and then. But you walk into a Subway and you have to deal with this. Like this guy over here with the with the belly, he's yes. trying to order something, or he's waiting for it to get get made. So, and I've um, I I saw another one that I wasn't able to download in time. Uh, where they were in a gas station, like inside of the convenience store. So that's their new thing is they just come into a store and start playing. It's like, remember the, like the flash mob thing? Yeah, I where guess. You get them all and he fucking all of a sudden a crowd of people just start dancing. I, I'm just so sick of people deciding to come into a business and all of a sudden ruin the guy's just making his hoagie. Like nothing's going on. The other guy's just standing there. You know, somebody should just take like, like a hose, like a hose and hose that the, the homeless would just go in there and start hosing these kids down. Get the fuck out. Could you imagine? I'm just saying, if could you imagine them trying to do that in a South Philly deli? They wouldn't have any teeth anymore. These guys would have come out from behind the counter and said, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. They, they'd have grabbed them. They'd have beat them with the guitar. They'd have broke all their equipment. They'd have thrown them out of the front front of the place. Well, you don't do that you know, shit don't there. You wonder, don't you wonder if that's against the like the Subway franchisee rules? Like That was probably like a franchisee. I doubt that was a corporate owner. I guess. Yeah, they just wouldn't do that. And the cops would come around and say, what happened? Ah, they came in here. They're making a ruckus. We just roughed them up a little bit. And the police would have said, hey, you know what? Don't go in there. You don't go in. You don't go in there and do that kind of stuff. What are you, crazy? Lucky you came out with just well, they, I mean, they, well, they brought in a drum set and a small PA system. I mean, it's not like they just walked in and s- started doing that. But I mean, I'm sitting there behind the counter and I'm making your uh, whatever subway sub you you want. And also they say, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're just going to sit up here and play some music. No, you're not. Get out. Get out. Right. Well, the, the guy couch. that was making the sub looked like he was enjoying it. Like those were buddies of his. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? So oh, I'm out of ideas then. But, but uh, I mean, I'm just, I just listen, the whole thing was probably set up just for that video. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all it is. It's there's no way that they would allow that. That's a long way to go. It's a long, that is way more effort than I'm I'm gonna do. Right. So, yeah. Come here, break. All right. <laughs> the Denny's con- concert is unmatched. That's that's <laughs> true. There's some pretty badass ones. They're they're like they're like uh, what do they call it? Crowd killing during that one. It's nuts. Mm, I guess. All right, Bob. What else we up to? Whatever crowd killing is, I don't care. Crowd killing. Yeah, it's it's um, the next generation's version of like moshing, like a mosh pit. Oh, so okay. They like swing their arms like this. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah you knock somebody before. out. There was a girl that actually died from that up in Canada about four years ago. Oh yeah, I went uh, to uh, bonked in the head, out cold. I went to what was the place called? Dunkin it Donuts. was a no. It was a concert. It was called the Warp Tour, and my daughter wanted to go yeah. there. I'm sure her dream was to be escorted by her dad. Well, it was the only way she was going. Did you know any any of the bands? 
how I, I I, you know what know. how hip you are how what kind of a cool pop you are you know i got to tell you right now, I wouldn't, I'm trying to think what it would, um, if I could remember any of them now. One was something for Sirens, Silence for Sirens. No, I can't remember any of the bands there. Yeah. Yeah, there was just a bunch of bands. Blink-182. Um, no, it wasn't Blink-182. Sirens for Silence. I can't remember. Uh, you probably would have known a lot of the bands. They were there, and uh, they went up to the front of the stage and i'm back there holding their backpacks and all of a sudden one of those mosh pits breaks out or whatever you call it and uh they're swinging and all and they're banging off the girls and all and i'm like they're gonna get hurt so i went yeah. across and i went into the place not even thinking because you're a father you just go in there and they, that guy comes over like this he's swinging his arms and i just grabbed him by the shirt and pulled him past me and the other one kind of crashed into me i you know ducked down with a shoulder and he bounced right. off me and then i got to the girls and they were banging off the back of me but Sleeping with Sirens. That's it. That's it. Sleeping with Sirens. There you go. Sleeping with Sirens. That's, that's the name of the band. Well, you know, back when I used to, you know, go go to live shows and there would be a, a mosh pit breakout, I wouldn't necessarily jump in the pit. I would kind of, you know, do this and kind of block and like protect them from hurting people out like outside the crowd, you know, because the, there's times, man, you're in there and you're running around and you get pushed and, right. and you, you know, you can't help it. So you catch them and. Toss them back, back in. Yeah, yep. that's fine. Listen, I don't have a I, I don't have a problem if you want to make a circle and then go in there and start beating the shit out of each other during a concert and you and you're all for that. I don't have a problem with it. But like you said, the people on the outside, the people on the edges, they were getting the shit beat out of them. And that ain't wearing white fucking laces. You're out. White lace, whatever. Okay, I don't know. Skinheads. I never. I don't. Again, Bob, I'm I'm so fucking Nazis, Ar- Aryan race assholes. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't like any of this. Um, here's a little, I got something here. You might like guys driving. He's on the phone with a friend of buddy or coworker or whatever. And, uh, he, he, he's, well, I'll let you listen to the conversation. Hey Mark, excuse me. I'm on my way to 3768. Kind of got hung up. It's raining out here. I'm on my way into Dallas. Uh, Jerry's probably going to be calling you to find out uh, where I'm at. If he can't get a hold of me, I'm sure. So, uh, Whoa, whoa. Man, I just had a wreck right in front of me. This guy ran a red light and hit uh, hit four old ladies in a in an Impala. Just kind of clipped them and turned them around right in front of me, man. That was close. Oh, now this guy's getting out of his car. Got a, he's got a white shirt on with a tie and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He's throwing his hands up in the air like, he, like, like it was their fault. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. He's going over their window. She's rolling down the window. Oh, man, she, I think she sprayed him with pepper spray, man. He's holding his, he's holding his face and he's on his knee. She's getting out. She's beating him with an umbrella. <laughs> the other women are getting out, too. <laughs> ah, there's one woman with a little black person. She's tomahawking him, man. She looks... She looks like a Sunbelt 20, 20 horsepower jackhammer. We got another woman that's, that's <laughs> she's hitting him like, like he's got a cattle prod, man. She's got, a, she's got an umbrella and she's sticking it in his side. It's pretty good. As far as uh, play-by-play, I think he actually would make it in uh, like a, the WWF. Good laugh. Stick it in my butt, brother. <laughs> I've got uh, all my articles pulled up if you'd like me to present. Sure, you go. All right, I shall present then. 
just I don't know. I'm not going in any order that's on our Trello. I'll just go down whatever my. No one cares. Are. Just bring up a damn story. Hey, don't fucking don't again. Don't, stop. Don't need a fucking director. Just, I'm not Jesus. on a damn movie set. Shut the fuck Come up. Let me do my shit. Good lord. Fuck. Just play the Man story. Crushed no one cares. By car. Would you shut the fuck up when I'm trying to read here? Man crushed by car trying to steal catalytic converter from car dealership. Detectives say so. Instant karma. What do you think? First of all, I'm a little confused. Why would it have it? Doesn't it look like an electric car because it's got a plug thing? That's one of those. That's like an O2 Mercedes Benz, like a low, low budget Benz. It's no, probably like it's, 25 grand new. No, but don't scroll down up a little bit, whatever. Scroll right there. Hold it. Stop right there over the name. It looks like a plug that you would plug the car in. Now, unless it's where is this at? No, this is just like just some. This car looks like it was like junked anyway. Like okay. it probably didn't run. That is that probably goes to some kind of a light that's on the side. Okay. And, All right. And, and, and it's, it's just a little clip. Listen, this is the best thing that could have ever happened. And I'll tell this you why in, it's in Georgia. Chatham right. County, Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Because this is a big thing. Now these people, these thieves are going out and they are stealing these catalytic converters. And then wherever they take these catalytic converters, they're breaking them apart and they're taking out. I think what, I forget what's inside of them. Um, but anyhow, it's, you know, they get a lot of money for these things. And this is happening all over the country. And for, as far as I'm concerned, they're not doing enough to stop this shit. Now, my cousin has a around and they found out, didn't they? Yeah. You my know? cousin has an auto repair shop and there's a bunch of uh, delivery warehouses around here and they're constantly coming in because their catalytic converters are stolen and they were stealing them three or four times. So the, there's now a market for being able to put wherever this catalytic converter is, you take and put a box around it. So that it doesn't. Yes. Would you like to play? No, it just began playing. Okay. So if you, you know, so you put it, you got to put a cage around this thing. (laughs) You got to put a cage around this thing so people don't steal it. And I don't think we're doing enough to stop this bullshit. First of all, the same thing. Go to where these people take these catalytic converters and find out who's selling them all the same way you would do anything else like a pawn shop. And then if you st- if there's no place to sell them, then there's no reason to steal them. That's my th- thoughts. There it is. Oh. What? The fucking speed stick. Fucking Jason caught that shit. That was perfect. I don't know what you're doing. The speed stick right there. Oh, the deodorant? Right there. Look at that. Okay. Yeah, did you see that? He said yeah. he crushed him so hard he lost his deodorant. <laughs> yeah, his pits stink now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's happening in, in New Jersey where I live a lot. I mean, you can constantly see people uh, in the – well, we have like these township gr- Facebook group chats. and uh, Kind of like a uh, next door thing. Yeah, kind of like next door and they're in there. Oh, Lost my catalytic converter. Someone stole Somebody pooped in my yard. Thoughts and prayers. Where are the police in this? They're not doing anything. Somebody should be watching these. Ooh. Yeah, I lived in, when I lived in uh, Florida. There, there was a report that these uh, meth heads were s- stealing guardrails off of the causeways. Like, oh yeah, you know the like those metal 
fucking garter. Yeah, they were taking those things. Like, what scrapyard is going? All right, so you got some. Uh, looks like some guardrail. Cool. Where'd you get this? No, nobody asked it. All right, we'll take it. Like, they should be required to show where they got it from because nobody just has extra guardrail in their backyard. You got three hundred feet of guardrail here. Uh, what was this in front of your house? Did someone drop it off? Were you using this for a job? Where would you get it from? Oh, okay. Well, I guess you were just, you, well, let me just tell you, you probably bought this for a job you were doing and then you, you thought there was too much and you don't want to sell it. So you just want to scrap it. Is that the deal? Yeah. Fill off the truck. truck. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. All right, I, we'll was take driving, I was just, you know, I got it. I run a business. We, uh, you know, we clean up around the sides of the road and this was laying there. So next uh, story here, couple arrested for stealing a fire hydrant. I think this was in Mobile, Alabama. Jesus would, Christ, look at these two. How do you steal a fire hydrant? Isn't it connected to like high pressure water? Yes, Bob, it is. Wouldn't you be concerned about the amount of like well, water coming out when you're taking it? When you, how do you take it? Like a Sawzall, giant pipe wrench, uh, uh, hook your car up to a chain? I would think that maybe you hook it up, hook a chain up to a truck and just yank it out or push it over or something like that. Now, if you look at the two people, and again, if you're listening to this as a podcast, if I put this out, because I don't even know if this is going to be worth putting out. But if this thing goes out as a podcast and you were able to see the two people that are in the, the mug shots, I mean, just meth heads or drug dealers. And this is what happens now. They don't have enough money for meth. So what are they out there? They're stealing fire hydrants. But listen, I got to give them credit. I mean, to be able to take and lift one of these things up, they're heavy and try to get them into a, you know, into a car or in the back of a truck or whatever. And, and then again, they go to the scrapyard, they pull up at the scrapyard and they go, Oh, fire hydrant. Well, okay. I see that. Well, where would we, where'd you get that at? Um, My front yard. Yeah. Front yard. <laughs> It's well, this, like this comment here, uh, Sparky says, not really high pressure. The fire truck gives the pressure. I've seen cars hit those things, and it shoots about 40 to 50 feet in the air. That's some pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what they were doing in Philadelphia? I would guess about, let me say, about 15 years ago in Philadelphia, what they were doing is they were taking and uh, hacksawing street, you know, the lamp street uh, lamps, this poles that they were greasing. So the Philly, so the Philly fans and the Eagles yes, fans. Yes. Yeah. They were taking hacksaws and hacksawing them down, dragging them. Yeah. They were dragging them to the scrapyard to get money for them. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's insane. This is, the, they can't, you can't get a job. But meanwhile, they'll spend like three to five hours hacksawing a, a um, street pole down and, and dragging it to the scrapyard. So the article says um, that the fire hydrant was in front of a region's bank. A responding officers noticed the suspect vehicle and conducted a traffic stop. Police said they found a fire hydrant in the truck along with a firearm and drugs. Dun, dun, dun. Imagine that, drugs. Uh, old uh, Keith and Carla, um, they were not married by their last names. Um, Haley. That's Keith. Keith is charged with uh, first, first degree theft of services and carrying its theft of services and carrying a concealed weapon. Jail records show. And um, Carla was charged with first degree theft of property, possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia. And a the, really, uh, really bad hair dye job. The uh, well, you, it's you know, it's not a crime to be ugly. Um, so officials estimate the cost to replace the fire hydrant to be at least fifteen hundred dollars. I wonder what that pays in scrap. Like, what do you think? Like thirty, forty bucks? 
Probably, maybe. I can maybe, wait. Maybe 50, something like that. So, uh, yeah, Jam says, uh, we had someone cut the chain on the fence at work, broke into utility trailers and stole generators. Fuckers loaded them on snow sleds in the wintertime. Uh, and they pulled them down to this metal scrap place. Cops literally followed the tracks. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's, yeah, it's they're insane. dumb. All right. More goofy-ass news here. Um, police. Uh, crematorium allegedly left cremated remains in storage for almost 10 years. Why is this a story? Well, um, California crematorium. Oh, they left the bodies. Is under fire for allegedly leaving bodies in a warehouse for up to 10 years. Ah, that can't be right. I don't think no. families left- had been trying to locate the remains of their loved ones, but they say the owner never responded. And inside the warehouse, law enforcement found six bodies and 154 remains that had been cremated. Some of the remains had been held for almost 10 years. Is there a crime in this? I, I'm, I, I'm not sure on that one. I mean, um, it doesn't sound like a crime. It just sounds like poor customer service, in my opinion. I mean, they charged them. They, they cremated them, and they never gave them the ashes. Well, it says here, according to, is that, yeah, to a cop, uh, Ocean View Creme- Cremations Corporation had allegedly been operating on a suspended license since 2018. Uh, it may have, may have been allowed to cremate but not store the remains. And okay. that's how hang, we hang on. Hang on. What the fuck do you have to do to get your license suspended as a, as a crematory? Pay your, pay, uh, not pay your insurance. Oh, okay. Maybe. But I mean, is it like, is it because the place is too dirty or well, the, what the hell? I don't know, but they missed out with fucking COVID hitting not too long after that. I know. I'm just saying it's like, Oh, you got your license suspended, suspended. What the hell? I mean, wasn't the, yeah, was you, the fire maybe too they high? Had, maybe they had uh, illegal labor. I don't know. It just seems like you've got to really have a shitty, shitty they operation didn't. to get your license operating permits suspended at a crematorium. They, just my opinion. I don't know. They didn't have enough handicapped parking spaces out front. <laughs> okay. That works. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of why you would exactly suspended, not not uh, revoked or, or whatever, just suspended. Um, oh, I got an idea before you go. Uh, they were doing dogs, cats, and people at the same Ooh. time. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's the thing, too. I mean, when you have a loved one cremated, which I yes. think is the responsible thing to do, how do you know that that eight pounds of dust you're getting is your loved one and not? You don't. Right. You have no idea. Could have just emptied the fucking vacuum cleaner into a box. You right. could have burnt like a quarter wood, took out all the, you know, crushed down all the stuff that was in there, put it in a box and gave it to them. And they would have sprinkled. We sprinkled dad's ashes where he wanted it on the 15th green of the golf course. He always went to. And there's uh, like uh, like like businesses who can turn that into a diamond or something. It's like you're going to pay up, pay all that money. And that's probably not even grandma. You know, oh, you know what they also used to do? They would take some of these ashes and they would mix it with um, ink and then they would have a tattoo in loving memory of dad. And then well, here's the next thing, you know, it's some lavatory retriever remains. I seen uh, Jody B make a comment uh, last week uh, to Doug about having his ashes pressed into a, a vinyl record. Okay. So that's maybe that's a thing. I don't know. It might be a thing. Jody B is pretty creative. I don't know. I'm sure he read that somewhere, but uh, yeah. 
anyway, that sounds uh, like a pretty good kink. So there's a quote in the, in the article that uh, that's how they ended up incorporating the warehouse and having them stored there so that they weren't actually on their premises. But the issue there is that the warehouse was not licensed to store the remains either. Um, of the six bodies and the 154 remains that were located, that's a large span of time from 2013 to 2021. So, so I guess the six, I guess they got their license suspended. So they had six bodies. They didn't get a chance to cremate. So they took all this shit. So they didn't get in trouble and they moved it down to a warehouse. Hopefully it was climate controlled. And I don't think, so. listen, I don't think that somebody who has their license suspended is worrying about climate control. Well, let's make sure that the uh, ashes are in a climate controlled environment. The same thing with the bodies. They said bodies though. Yeah, I, know. I mean, the ashes, yeah, it doesn't matter. But bodies are going to, aren't they going to start stink? I guess if you like embalming. Gosh, dude, if you've, have you ever smelled a, a body that's decayed for a while? Like something's been dead for a while. It, you can't get it out of your nose. It gets into your nose and it, you smell it for days. I had a friend who um, had an apartment and the lady next door, older lady, uh, she had passed away. And nobody really checked on this older lady. So she was in there for a, like a week and she started to. I don't know, like decompose and seep into the carpet and the floor. And the person downstairs started getting this really, really bad smell. Well, she kind of liquefied and like went down into the carpet and then started leaking through the floor or whatever. The, the whole apartment, like four unit apartment stunk so bad that people moved out of it. They couldn't stand the smell. You couldn't get the smell out of it. It was horrible. Yeah. So, I had a, a maintenance guy going to do an apartment and was going to the office to pull a key. And, you know, I bumped into the maintenance guy outside and was like, hey, Rob, how you doing? He's like, hello. He's from fucking Australia. He's like, hello, Bob, how you doing this morning? And I was like, what are you up to? And he's like, I'm going to do a, a wellness check. I said, what? A wellness check? He goes, yeah, I'm waiting for the, they, these apartment places will, will give uh, deep discounts on rent to um, officers of the law if they live there and be their security uh uh, you know, officer. And what that is, is that's a way for the apartment to keep, <clears throat> pardon me. That's a way for the apartment property to keep from having people call nine one one and shit, because that increases the crime stats for their neighborhood. So they okay. call the, the, uh, the on com or in community officer and he or she will answer the call before it goes to regular law enforcement. See what I'm saying? So he comes back about half hour and I was like, so is that dude all right? He's like, well, he hadn't paid his rent in, you know, in three weeks. And it, it, or he's three weeks late on his rent. And I was like, yeah, he said, and, and he's never been late. And he's, he's like 52 years old. I was like, so what was it? He goes, he's dead, dead laying in the living room. Oh, man. And three weeks. They had three weeks. They said they had to peel him off the carpet because he was stuck to it. Damn. So Damn. poor so guy. I, I go in there and, and they, they had a surf pro come in and all a surf pro did was just cut a square where the dude's body was laying and left the, the rest of the carpet. They like took out that part and left the rest of it. Really? Yeah. That's all they did. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do with oh, the rest of the carpet? I, I don't know. I, I told them when they get that carpet out of there, I'll go in and paint the, the damn thing. But till then we use an uh, enzyme in the paint for those kind of uh, like, like nicotine, curry, pet smells, that kind of stuff. Um, it's called sensations and it's an enzyme oil that you put in the paint. You put one ounce per gallon and it really, it, it gets into the walls and it really hangs there for like 30 days and it kills odors. So I moved into an apartment complex, I don't know, about seven or eight, 
Uh, well, it doesn't matter. So I moved into a place and they said, oh, we're going to take him. We're tearing everything out. We're putting a new carpet down. We're doing this. We're painting the walls. We're doing we're doing all the stuff that you do, Bob. So they, I said, OK, so that I come in there and uh, I start moving my stuff in. And I guess I turned the heater on or whatever. And Bob, I swear to God, the air that came out of that heater smelled like what I imagine the inside of your lungs smell like. Whoever was in that apartment must have smoked four packs of cigarettes every day for however long they were there. The yeah. nicotine and smoke smell was terrible. So I called them. I said, listen, this is a no-go. I said, it stinks like hell in here. So the 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 manager, management came down. She walked in. She goes, oh, no, never mind. Sorry. And they had someone come in and scrub the duck the duck, yeah, they do like duck three cleaning. times yeah yeah three times to get it out of there i yeah, mean the it was, way, was horrible the only way that that doesn't really work uh unless they've come up with a you know new method in the last five years um is if it's that duct board shit kind of it kind of looks like insulation that's been like pressed into like a half inch mm-hmm. that, that stuff's horrible all righty next yeah, topic. Mr. Decaf, mr decaf says nicotine carry pet my landlords <laughs> right <laughs> Oh, mom and dad. <laughs> so, um, slain woman's estate sues OnStar. Have you ever had a vehicle with OnStar? Yes, I never paid for it, but yes, it was the, it was there. Yeah, I, I had a. I think it was 2011. I bought a new Camaro, and it came with it for like six months, and yeah. it was annoying. It, I think we used it one time, um, but that was to get like directions because the fucking GPS on my telephone was wrong. So, yeah, um, Slain Woman's Estate, Suzanne Starr alleging refusal to give location during kidnapping. Now, apparently this this was like an 80 year old woman, right? Uh, a lawsuit claims that a vehicle tracking system refused to provide the whereabouts of an 80 year old South Carolina woman when she was kidnapped. What? What? Well, the estate of Marianne Elvington, R.I.P., uh, filed a wrongful death lawsuit on March 1st against OnStar and Dominique Brand, the man convicted of kidnapping and killing the 80-year-old. The law that Elvington's car was equipped with OnStar. It alleges that on March 28th, 2021, Elvington's family became concerned because her car was missing, so her son, Harold Elvington, uh, contacted his mother, who told him she was in her car, but couldn't provide her location and destination or describe her surroundings. In other words, his mom was lost, driving around lost. Uh, that's I, can't one be- that- first, I can't believe, first of all, mm-hmm. if you had OnStar and you called up and you, and you said, listen, I'm, you pushed a button and said, listen, I'm lost and I need to get back. They would give her directions. I know well, they would. She might this not is- have been a subscriber. It's still, if you press the button, it goes on star. And they say, if you have an emergency, because even if you don't have, even if you don't pay for it, it will pick up for an emergency. I know they did that. I know they did that because my kids would fucking hit the button all the time. And we'd come on and say, on star, what is your emergency? And I'm like, sorry, kids, push the button. Oh, okay. So. So that's when Harold Evington contacted our OnStar and told the representative that his mother was in danger and her car and sorry, in her car and needed immediately the fuck immediate assistance. According to the lawsuit, the documents allege that Harold Evington asked OnStar to provide him or law enforcement with the car's location, but OnStar refused and instead placed them on a three-way call to her vehicle. Uh, the grandmother confirmed on the call that call that uh, she did not know where she was and or where she was going, but refused to respond when asked whether she would pull over and contact law enforcement. 
um, the three-way call was terminated. So, Wow, I can't believe they wouldn't. I don't, I don't know. Make any it's sense. Like a, like, is it like a privacy thing? Why they wouldn't tell him where his mom or grandmother, whatever, was at? None of this makes sense because one of the things on OnStar is if you call and report the car stolen, they give the location to the police. It's like, uh, what was that other stuff that they used to use for car tracking? Lojack. It's kind of like a Lojack. It has right. an emergency. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, defendant OnStar negligently failed to fulfill its duties by refusing and to immediately provide the location of the decedent's vehicle. Sorry, I don't read fucking legal stuff very well. Refusing to immediately assist law enforcement in locating decedent. I don't even know what that fucking word means. Sorry. Okay. Like dead. Um, alerting the kid, uh, alerting the decedent's kidnapper that others were attempting to locate her. So maybe the kidnapper was in the car with her and that's right. why she was. And then he figured, yeah, hesitant. she saw me. Yeah, I, yeah. She saw me. She can identify me. So now she's got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sin. Sparky toaster says that GM has made on star mandatory with some new vehicles. You got to pay whether you want it or not. I can't believe they can make you pay. So I'll tell you what, stop paying for it and see what happens. They'll take that shit right off of there. <laughs> So this is uh, more of a consumer alert thing here. Um, I kind of blame the the person using the ATM a little more than I blame the person after them. Okay. Uh, ATM thieves use glue and tap function to drain accounts at these Chase Bank things. So what they do is they is they put some glue on a card and they put it into the card reader and it screws it all up. So you have to use tap mode. Oh, uh, okay. And what it is, after you're done, when you use tap, after you're done, it asks you if you want another transaction. Yeah. Rather than just when you pull out your card, you're done, and it you know resets for the next customer. So you walk away thinking it's going to automatically reset. Some people are careless or in a rush and don't pay attention to, to make sure it's cleared out, that they're, they're, their transaction is done and over with, and it's ready for the next person. Uh, because they're worried about whatever fucking, I don't know, oh, taking too long. Fuck all these people waiting behind me. I don't know what it is, but they walk away and the next person walks up and is like, fuck, they left me their bank account. So uh, there's a video on it here. Let's see. So I was using the ATM machine on the right hand Pamela Bongiorno shows how she got scammed at this ATM. I went out to go use the machine on the right. I inserted my card. It didn't work. Then a man in line offered advice. The fellow that was on the sidewalk came up and said, oh, if you have the chip in your card, you can tap it. So Pamela tapped her card. This time it worked. She got her cash, thanked the man, and walked off. The next morning, I looked at my bank account. To her shock, Pamela saw three more withdrawals from her account. $940 was gone. I said that guy scammed me last night at the ATM. No, you you let him. I thought he was just using the ATM. The same thing happened to Rob Bell at the same ATM. When the card reader didn't work, a man leaned in. That person said, oh, there's a problem with with the slot function. You have to use the tap function. So Rob tapped his card, took his cash and walked off. Later, he found two accounts had been drained. $565 gone. 
my initial reaction was, wait a second, I definitely did not withdraw that much money. I have no need for $1,000 cash. Justin Sindelar tapped his Apple Watch at that ATM and withdrew $40. Later, he found five more withdrawals oh. in a row. $960 oh. was gone. So I think someone walked up to the ATM right after I used it and then withdrew money from from the account again. Victims complained to the bank manager. She said, I've reported this to the police. You know, it's happening up and down Mission Street. The manager told Pamela how the scam works. It starts with glue. They put glue in the card reader of the ATM machines so you can't use your cards. So customers tap their card instead. And here's the trick. When you tap, the account remains open for more transactions unless the customer proactively logs out. Some customers don't know this, but scammers do. They wait for the victim to leave, then walk up and continue making withdrawals on their account. All three victims filed a fraud claim with Chase Bank. All three were denied. The bank said the customers authorized those withdrawals. And that's definitely not true. This is ridiculous. Why would I do four separate transactions right in a row? And they should have a picture of who actually... They should, and they do. Exactly. The whole time I'm over here going, is there not a camera on these things? There's absolutely a camera on those things. And yes, unless... Unless if they knew that they were going to do this and they took something and put it over the cam, you know, put it over the lens so you can see it, like spray painted it or something so you can't right. see it, then they yeah. wouldn't know. But hey, listen, again, I got to go back to the thing is you always, always make sure that you, when it's, when the card comes out, says, would you like another track section? You always sit there and wait until it says no. Yeah. Yeah. James says, how can you, how the fuck could you miss this last message asking if you're done or not? Cause you're in a hurry and off you go and you're not even paying attention. And now you're out, whatever, thousand dollars, $500, whatever the other guy was out. I'm more with rhymes with nothing here. Yeah. <laughs> Good looking the 30 cents out of my account. Yeah, exactly. They, I don't know how much they would get out of my account, but it's not much. I'll tell you that. Well, uh, uh, Sparky says, whatever happened to only being allowed to withdraw 250 a day now. And, and that's a thing. I, I'm going to guess that that's why the thief draws it out in smaller increments, trying to test it and see, you know, now there's, I forget, go, they uh, raised 900, it. you know, they have raised it. I know they raised it, but I, but I think it's a thousand now. They can only get a thousand out. But as you can see, a lot of these people didn't have a thousand in their account. They couldn't well, they raise the amount that they do on a, on a hold too. You know, I, I use the phone deposit for my checks because, because my money comes in the mail and and i just hold my phone over it and click you know and it takes they used to put a hold on anything over i think it was 800 bucks or something like that and now it's i think 1200 so they've raised that finally took them long enough i'm like i've ran uh, over a million dollars through this account why are you putting a hold on my money at all okay um let me kick that one let me kick okay so this is the j6 video where you want to get into that sure why not Okay, I'll play the video. Make sure I got volume and kick it. This is that Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman. He's outside of the Capitol, uh, for those of you who haven't already seen this, and he's basically screaming into a, a megaphone, reading tweets from Trump during this whole J6 thing, telling people Trump was telling people to go home, right? I don't know. Play it. I thought you've seen it. No.
Respect your landmarks. Respect the capital. He said he saw on his Twitter account. One fucking mile. We're going to pull up the tweet. Donald Trump is asking everybody to go home. Hold on for a second. Pause that for a second. All right. So if, okay. So if this guy's out there saying that Donald Trump said for everybody to go home, why was he walking around in the Capitol? Why was he inside? Why was he inside? Uh, well, this may have been it? after. I don't know. This may oh, have been after he, he made his rounds and he was outside. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. Why, this guy was context. all over the Capitol, and if he was such a threat, why wasn't he taken down? I don't, I don't know understand this. It has no well, way of... Well, look, James, James O'Keefe is back. Whoop, he was. Well, I, he was just in, like, another tweet, whatever. Um, I don't know if there's any context given here in this, you know, but nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see anything. Yeah, there's James O'Keefe. Uh, they've awakened a sleeping giant, my brand-new movement, O'Keefe Media Group. Well, not ah, just me. It'll include you. Look at him. Now he's going to start a new thing. There you go. Good for him. Good for O'Keefe Media. Glad to see this guy's back. He's he's a little on the squishy side, if you know well, what I mean. He loses that one, too. <laughs> They're going to take his name and everything. You get a Subway sandwich for James O'Keefe. Well, that's him there. <laughs> there he is. Takes a bite out of it and throws it. That's that's right. Right. Yeah, that a boy. Right on the street. Some fucking meth head will eat that later. Yeah. All righty. So anyway, like I said, I don't know at what point in his uh, visit to the Capitol building this this was. But bottom line, I mean, it, it was this was I guarantee that this was not shown during the J6 committee bullshit. Well, OK, uh, if I'm part of the J6 committee or whatever and I see this, then I want to know, was it before he went in, after he came back out again? I, right, you but, know, they, but they didn't even bother to show this at all because what would it, it okay, so what, like he's not so there what, to do malice. He's not? He was just, well, they, they got pictures of him walking around in the Capitol. He was in the Senate chamber. He, he was, was walking, up at the yeah, speakers. Did he, did, he, did he take a dump on anything? Did he did he piss on anything? Did he break no. anything? No. No. But well, again, he was in there. When again, in there, I, I, I don't know how he got, I, I don't. Okay, he did a prayer. But was he auth- was he authorized to be there? Was he allowed to be in there at that time? No, he wasn't. No. He wasn't allowed to be in there. I, I know everybody wants to make it sound like the, the, the like this was just a happy tour of the Capitol. No, I'm wasn't. not saying that it was at all. But this man is in jail for four years. Okay, I, I don't again, see any, I don't see any, any, anything he did that was, was worthy in, of four years. He was in the Senate chamber up at the speaker's stand. Okay. That for me, that to me means he shouldn't, he was where he wasn't supposed to be. So I don't feel sorry for this guy. And I don't feel sorry for these two lovemakers over here either. What the hell are we talking about here? All right. Somebody take that said, down for Christ's sake. Here. Okay. Rhyme said that's Biden and his son. Oh, looking pervert. <laughs> Hold on, I got to This was I thought this was some gay some gay pride commercial. I got to I got to like change my background there. Now I'm getting the love. <sighs> He's sniffing me and I love it. So, anyway, yeah, I've just was asked to click on the this and this is what came up. There's an impeach Biden now tag. So, propaganda isn't just about 
creating fake news. It's about hiding real news. A father showers with his daughter, an uncle sleeps with his niece, a brother humps his deceased brother's wife while having an affair with her sister and impregnates an ex-stripper. Yeah, we know. We know. What do you? What is your hashtag going to do about it? Hey, you Fuck. know what? At least he's not Donald Trump, right? At least he's not Donald Trump. What, what do you want from me? Everybody's sitting there telling, you know, telling me that Trump was so bad for this country and Trump wanted to take over this country and you know everything that Trump did. And now here we have this feckless wonder, this rotting bag of oatmeal in there, and it's ridiculous. I have a video to play when you get a chance when you when you're done with that. Kind of goes with this. So the video is uh, Joseph Kennedy. Okay, Bob, calm down. You know you were such. I didn't know you were such a fan of Joseph Kennedy. But okay, no, that's Biden. He's fucking sniffing me. It's, oh, okay. Nobody can join it. It's okay. warm. Yeah. It's warm nose hairs on on the back of my neck. Gotcha. So here's Joseph Kennedy. Now listen to me carefully on this. The truth oh, John is, Kennedy. I'm sorry. I do not hate anyone. I do not hate anyone. I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently. The Biden administration sucks. You measure it any way you want. COVID, the economy, inflation, the national debt, the border, crime, cancel culture, treating parents like domestic terrorists. Foreign policy. Afghanistan, our energy independence, now lost. My God. President Biden has been spectacularly awful. Amen. I also have something uh, that Roseanne, she's back on the, I, I found this on the TikTok. Hold on, I got to deal with somebody. You are fucking fired. <laughs> don't you, hey, listen, don't you pick on Mike. He did a, uh, he did some stuff for me. He's amazing. He's not fired. Well, he does nothing for me now. Well, that's, what's your problem? I can see why you don't. What do you, what are you paying him? Like, do you buy him stuff? He works for nothing. He's the best for me, Mike. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Bob. I have to like message him like nudes and shit of you. (laughs) Good luck with that. All right. So here's Roseanne and she's talking about why, um, what happened to her. Did she get a Donald Trump spray tan? Looks like it. Hi, this is Roseanne Barr. And I'd like to welcome you to my own studio where I'm able to speak for myself to my fellow and sister Americans without the filter of the biased media. This was my statement from the very beginning, and it will continue to be forever because it is the truth. When ABC called and asked me to explain my egregious and unforgivable tweet, I told them I thought Valerie Jarrett was white. And I also said, and I'm willing to go on The View, Jimmy Kimmel, or whatever other show you want me to go on and explain that to my audience. Now, instead, what happened was about 40 minutes after that, my show was canceled before even one advertiser pulled out and I was labeled a racist. Why, you ask? Well, the answer is simple. It's because I voted for Donald Trump and that is not allowed in Hollywood. There you go. Can't be a Trump supporter in Hollywood. 
I yeah, thought can. the bitch was why. You can be a Trump supporter in Hollywood. That's uh, what's her name? Jen. Sack, I ain't no. I ain't no circle back girl. Right. Yes. Okay. So if your boss is an MSNBC, which is sort of sometimes called like a liberal Fox, I don't think it's entirely fair. If you were asked to do any of that stuff, what would you say? I would say no, but I would never be asked that. But I'm asking, it's, an, it's a hypothetical. Well, I don't do hypotheticals, A. Okay. But, but B, look, I think this is an important piece to dive into because MSNBC has a very high standard of what is factual. You have to go through a process. Oh, my God. Things on air to make sure it's factual and you have sources. That is how news should work. Now, you can have informed opinion, which is what I will share and what others will share, informed experiences, informed perspective. Name a single time she's ever acted informed when she was White House press secretary. First of all, what a bunch of bullshit. You know, the thing about MSNBC, they hawked that uh, Russia collusion hoax for four years. All right. That that, uh, Trump was a Russian agent and they just spouted that for for years. All right. They knew that they had to know that that wasn't correct. And they went on there and said this again. There is as bad. Listen, I'm telling you right now, the mainstream media, both sides, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, I I, I wouldn't wipe my ass with them. They are horrible. They're they're, yeah, they're all garbage, biased and garbage. And they they just take and skew everything to their side. It's nothing but propaganda. You can't even get real they- straight news. Well, they base they base how well they're doing on you know ratings and how many commercials they sell, which I get it. That's the point of them being in fucking business. But when you're doing news, it it should also weigh how well the country's doing and and the information, how well informed everybody is, and that kind of stuff. And none of that matters to them. What do you got? <laughs> Sparky Toaster says. Screwards Roseanne Barr. I can never forgive her for spitting on the ground after singing the national anthem of the baseball game. Thirty-three she years. Nuts. Thirty-three years. She she did that, and to this day, I've never forgot it. Uh, okay, so again, listen. I, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But the way I looked at it, and I'm not a big Roseanne fan, but she was doing the Star Spangled Banner, and she grabbed her nuts and spit on the ground because that's what baseball players do. Yes, and I don't at know. the time she was a comic, a stand-up comic. Yeah, right? she was a stand-up comic, and it didn't, and the joke didn't land well. But if you want to hold a grudge for thirty-three fucking years, God forbid I would try to take that away from you. That's what men do. <laughs> <laughs> they grab their nuts and spit on the ground, and she's not wrong. Got uh, one they more don't do it. Listen, they don't do it after singing the national anthem. I think that's where it went awry. But again, whatever. Just trying to say. Got one more article here for you. <sighs> Adidas wonders what to do with Yeezy shoes after ye, yay, whatever the fuck, split. You know what you do? You take them down to the neighborhoods where the poor people live, like in uh, Baltimore. Oh, oh, and no, that's spreading racism. And start giving them away. They'll wear them. It's nothing wrong with them shoes. There's nothing wrong with those shoes. I'm telling you right now. Mm. You take those, what are they called? Yeez? Yeezys? Whatever. Yeezys. uh, Yeezys. You take those shoes down to the ghetto and you start handing them out. What? They got got $1.3 billion worth of them. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, can't you just like don't don't like people in Africa need shoes? Don't people here in the United States need shoes? Why are we sending all shit over to Africa? Don't they get all the losing teams? Because they uh, mine parif- cobalt for us. Forget it for our for our fucking Teslas and our cell phones. Hold on, I gotta I gotta take talk to Sparky Toaster. Sparky Toaster says, "Sorry, even her singer singing was a disgrace. Disgrace. Have you ever heard Roseanne try to sing? What did you expect was going to happen? You think she was going to sing like uh, Whitney Houston?" Of course, well, it was. Also, be mad at the person who fucking booked the gig. Yeah, whoever—that's the person that should go to jail. The person that hired her. You know, that's the and it's the same thing with these fucking like comedy clubs. You go there and the comic sucks. Don't be mad at the comic. Be mad at the fucking asshole who booked them because yeah. you know they they they're supposed to I don't know review their material first, right? Yeah. Kind of find I out get, if they're funny. Right. Let's go back to the sneakers. So they got a bunch of sneakers that they can't get rid of. All right, so take them to the a place that would that gives out shoes to the the poor, and let them distribute the shoes. I mean, well, how hard is that? The problem is they don't want to give it up because there's money to be made there, and, and nobody wants to buy them. So just give them away, and then take it as an, uh, a tax write off or whatever the hell you can do with them. But no, you're gonna put you're gonna make a news story now how you don't know what to do with all these sneakers. You know what to do, you just won't do it because you're as bad as he is. And they are sneakers. And I don't use tennis shoes. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with Michigan? I swear to God, I think the water over there is all full of lead. Uh, it's a Jersey thing, man. My wife calls them fucking sneakers, too. I ain't yeah, they are sneakers. I'm like, what? What are you going to go sneaking around in them? Well, I'll tell you what. You show me one person play, playing tennis in any of those shoes. They're not. They're sneakers. They're walking around shoes. I wear walking shoes. You, what I do. Bob? They're actually walking shoes. Okay. Are they Adidas? Are they are they New Balance? Are they? I don't support Adidas. Okay, whatever. I don't. All right, good, good for you. Hey, Wobbly, Wobbly, uh, where have you been all week? Uh, Mornings have been uninformative without you. He's not been live all week that I've noticed, unless he banned me and blocked me or something. Hmm. You know, I've been I've fallen into this uh, feud between. Anthony Cumia, Compound Media, uh, Kevin Brennan, which is Misery Loves Company, and this uh, other YouTube show called uh, Steel Toe Morning Show. Mm. And I got to tell you, I, I'm really fond of the Steel Toe Morning Show. It just, just isn't it uh, Aaron and April or something? Imhoff, yeah, Aaron and April. I don't know. I don't know last well, I'll tell you what, April's really easy on the eyes. Although she's a little young, she's only 28, but still, I got a daughter that old. Come on. I know. I'm just telling you, she's a very attractive woman. What am I supposed to say? She's not an attractive woman. And I thought she was yeah, older, they, but she's not. They, you know, like I said, if if they were kind of doing their own thing and not like, like it feels and I don't care who did it first or who's doing it better. It feels like everybody's doing that kind of shit's riding Carl's coattail. Carl? Oh. This is above Carl's. So, so the, the whole oh, thing—they go, they go way above, above and beyond. They get way more active and and try to get into their you know, lives of, of the, of the people that they are you know, messing with. Carl is from the podcast. Who are these podcasts? And he started picking on stuttering John and Opie. That was his, his shtick. And then I guess steel toe was picking on them too. And then, I, and then uh, Anthony Kumi was picking on stuttering John because he's, stuttering John is just an idiot. So somehow this whole, there was a big feud between Kevin Brennan and Anthony Kumi. And then there's this other comedian quotes comedian chad uh zumok and chad zumok he was he lives down in tampa and he got caught stealing credit cards out from he would go to the gym 
And then he would go into lockers and steal credit cards and then use the credit cards. He got caught stealing like 30 credit cards. I can't believe he's not in jail, but I digress. So they've got in, they're all into this big giant, like four way. And there's even, it even goes out further. The fingers of this even go out further. And I, I stop it. Steel toe compound media and misery loves company. Misery loves company is on live at four o'clock on YouTube. As soon as it's over, he takes it down and he puts it behind Patreon. So he's there for the super chats, Kevin Brennan. And he's like, he's a year older than I am. And he just sits there and screams into the microphone. They don't talk about topics or anything. He just talks about, he sucks. He's horrible. He's, and, and Steel Toe don't know what he's doing. And Kumia, there's nothing. Guy. That's all he does for two hours. And I don't know what it is about it, but I'm there for it. I don't know. I, I, I can't get enough of it. I listen to it. And now the three of them are all like yelling at each other. The drama. I'm there for the drama, kid. Yeah, I just can't get into it. Like I've I've tried. I've tried to listen, but they they've jumped off of John now and they're into Chad Zumach and it's like yeah. man, I just don't care. I know. Oh, wobbly sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been ill. Oh, oh, speedy recovery, please. Yes. I need you back. Yeah. He's home now. Well, that's good news. He plays such great, you know, news clips and stuff. I don't know how the fuck he finds the time to curate all of it, but uh because that's he plays so much. There's a lot of curating. So I got to tell you, it's getting harder and harder to do this show because this, the, it's just getting worse and worse. Like I can't even darker. Every episode's darker and darker. Yeah. I mean, Russia knocked shot down one of our, well shot down, uh, collided with one of the drones, one of our drones over the black sea. And, you know, it makes it sound like it's, uh, you know, that they, they shot it down or whatever. And I think what these two pilots were doing is they were doing some Top Gun shit. Like they were flying, trying to fly too close to it. And, you know, I think they tried to spray some uh, jet fuel on it. And, and apparently they got too close and the, it, the one plane crashed into it. Jeez. And uh, they had to, the Russian plane had, the guy had to put that emergency in that. And it took down the drone and now all of a sudden this could cause an international incident over this shit. And this is what I'm talking about. This is why we got to stop this shit in Ukraine is because something like this could kill us all. So, you know, next thing you know, people are pressing buttons and bombs are going off. And, you know, apparently there was supposed to be a Russian sub off the, the East coast and one Russian sub off the East coast could launch nuclear missiles. that would take out the whole East coast, New York, Philadelphia, uh, Washington, DC, you know, all the way down the East Coast could just it would be nothing. It would all be over, Bob. That yeah, would be but the end it of doesn't this. matter. The stockholders are doing well. None of this is going to matter. If none of this is going to matter, no, if something, something big pops off. No, For some reason, we think that we should be get, getting into a war with uh, with Russia now. And and the, the thing is, China's just loving this. Okay, China's loving this. Uh, they're now they're becoming the world power because now they're doing they're brokering all the deals. Watch China broker a peace deal between Ukraine and Russia and stop this war. And everybody we've looking to China to do all this shit because we're weak. Why are we weak? Because the Biden administration sucks. That's why. Yeah. Mike says it. Wait till China moves in for t- Taiwan. Then what are we going to mm-hmm. do? Yep. Dumb, dumb. And we're worried about pronouns and we're worried about uh, equity and uh, diversity and inclusion. We really got our heads up our ass as a country right now. That's, I mean, it is 
absolutely unbelievable. We're worried about pronouns. We're worried about we're fighting over whether uh, drag men dressed as women in drag shows should be able to tell stories or have perform for children. If you did this 10 years ago, you'd go to jail. Not now. Now, all of a sudden, it's praised. And, it, and then the people that take their kids to these things, they should have their kids removed, as far as I'm concerned. Wobbly says, a contest for who has the most before the bombs drop. Yeah, after the bombs drop, they won't make a difference. Won't even make a difference. Whew, thank God this is over. <laughs> All righty. All right. It's not one of our best episodes, Bob, let me tell you. What do you what do you mean? Yeah, he's a little bit of a Fine. stinker. Eh, no, I don't know. Fun. We've done better. Why oh, because we didn't talk about like I don't know, like girls' asses or something? I don't know. No, what do you No, want? no, no. I'm just saying it's wait, just not let's let's talk about the same topic Wait, 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 wait. I'm just wait. saying I'm blaming myself for this, Bob. I don't know. No, I just you, don't have it. I don't ha- I didn't have it. I didn't bring it tonight. Okay. You didn't go off on a big giant rant, so what? I get it. I listen, so I have a higher standard for this show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just saying it wasn't our best. Okay, everybody, so, every once in a while, somebody throws you know, out a stinker. This was one of our stinkers. What can I tell you? It wasn't. I think it's fine. Of course you do. Hey, jump into our Discord and uh, let us know if this was a stinker or not. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you can find us on all the fucking bullshit. Just go to the show notes. Everything's in the show notes. Yeah. There we go. All righty. Bye, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>